Welcome to the Scale Factor Podcast with your hosts, Chad Cannon and Josh Hudson-Piller. Follow along as they share trusted insights and proven frameworks that have taken thousands of businesses from successful to scale. And now, here's your hosts, Chad Cannon and Josh Hudson-Piller. Welcome back to the Scale Factor Podcast. I'm joined again this week by co-founder of Scale Factor, Josh Hotzenpiller. How are you, bud? Man, I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, excited to jump into Factor 3 here today, which is all about creating products and giving you a framework. Finally to think getting about. into the meat. Finally getting into the meat, as some people would say, but we would t- tell you the meat has already been served. Well, and I just want to start off by reminding our listeners of that, that um, we are interested in scaling your business not scaling a product. And again, this is a big separation that business owners forget. Your business is not your product. Mm -hmm. Your your product is a part of your business. And so we have been scaling back. We've been pulling back on, wait a minute, let's talk about my business. And now we're going to get a little bit more into the products. Yeah. And I would even say our methodology around how to create products and how to think about them is designed in a way to help you scale fast and build a business that you can ultimately sell. Even if you have zero desire to sell, uh, one of the things that I think in conversations with business owners I hear all the time, they don't think about their business as their most important asset. Mm. And if you are pouring in, you know, so much time and attention into it, and I know all of you have this tension between family and work and how much time do I spend with each, depending on how old my right. kids are. And if you are wrestling with this tension, and I, you know, I would say 90% of business owners are losing that tension between yeah, sure. family and work. Um, and what I mean by that is they want to spend more time with family, but they feel yeah. like work is tugging yep. at them. Yep. If you're going to spend this much time focused on building this business, you should be thinking about it as the most important asset. It's, it's way more important than your investment portfolio, because this is the thing that will drive your investment portfolio faster than anything. Absolutely. And so uh, as we jump into to products today, um, let's just think through as, as we're, as, as you are listening, be thinking about your current products, your, what you know about your customer now, what you know about aligning your brand, maybe even brainstorming new products, because mm. we're going to teach you a way to think about yep. your current customers and and the way that you can kind of stair-step them in to future products. Yep, so, exactly. I love it. Anything you want to say before we jump in? No, I mean, what I get excited about this is, when we talked about this a little bit last time, I what gets me most excited about this is that when you've earned trust with a buyer... Uh, you now get to do more. And I love this quote. Some of you probably remember Zig Ziglar, but he said, if people like you, they'll listen to you. If they trust you, they'll buy from you. And I want you to understand this because what we've been working with you on is getting them to like you and trust you. Why do they like you and trust you? Remember we talked about last time, real comfortable jeans. They know me. Mm -hmm. They know what I'm looking for. I don't want some expensive, bedazzled, you know, tight. Uh, They know me. I trust them. Well, if they trust you, they're not going to just like you. They're going to buy from you. Why does that matter? Let me just start by saying this. I'm going to talk about share of wallet. You mentioned this a little bit last time. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're listening to this, how many of you watch Thursday night football? You watch Thursday night football? We do. What did you notice this year about Thursday night football than last year? It's on Amazon Prime exclusively. It's Wait, it's on the the place that brings me my groceries? 100%. Wait, it's on the place that brings me my clothes? It does. Wait, it's on the place that I, I shop? Believe it or not, it is. How is all of my wallet going to Amazon? 
they have such a share that when we say share of wallet, what does that mean? It means if I buy groceries, Amazon has it. Mm-hmm. If I buy clothes, Amazon has it. If I watch sports, yep. Amazon has it. What Amazon has done is create an incredible model of how much share of wallet you can get from a customer. And this is the, the impetus or the foundation of what we talk about with products. The more a, a customer likes you, they're going to begin to trust you. Yep. And when they trust you, they're going to buy from you. When they buy from you, you begin to go, hey, what else is my customer buying yep. that we'd like to get in the business of? Totally. And I, I love actually thinking about Amazon and going mm. back to the roots of how Amazon started. Because a lot of you are like, oh, I can never be Amazon. Or Amazon's the sure. biggest, the most. Yeah. But at one point, they weren't. Exactly. Not too long ago. They jumped into the book space. That's right. Because they saw a need in a mark. Like, they could actually buy... 20 books through um, a distributor yep. and have someone buy one, they can return the 19. Yep. So they're like, they had no inventory, all yeah. of that. They used other people's inventory yep. and it was all to gain customers. And yep. they named, and if you guys don't know this, they named their company Amazon because they wanted to be uh, in the in the yellow pages first. It wow. was with an A, wow. you know? And so there's a lot of, yeah, lot, yeah. lot of things around that. But like, I don't think Jeff Bezos had this vision around, hey, I'm going to have a monthly membership for $130 a year that's going to get people free shipping no. and all of that. Like, no. that happened over time. And we, as we think about scale factor, don't, you know, when you think about Apple and Amazon, we talk about these bigger companies and use them as examples um, because we can learn a lot as small business yep. owners around yep. that because Amazon started as a small business. Apple started out as a small business at some point. Yep. And we're not, you know, our goal isn't to get you to scale to Amazon's level, but we can learn things yep. from them. Yep. And it's a great example that, you know, now like they've learned entertainment and media is a massive profit generator for them. And so if they can get eyeballs and, you know, what better way than NFL? NFL is the thing that is drive. Like the only reason, you know, DirecTV is still around is because they have the Sunday ticket. Can we, can we just like look at the big picture? And this is where we want to try to take you on. Let's go back to Bezos starting a book company. And he goes, hey, who's your ICP in 2022? Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, a mom that wants uh, books that she can quickly return for her kids. Jeff, what if we told you your ICP was the NFL fan? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. How did I go from this is this is why we took it? You know why? Because he grew a business, not a product. Hundred percent. Yeah. And so, so good. You see the progress that begins to happen, and that again, it just reinforces why we're doing the work we're doing. Mm-hmm. We want you to build a business, not a product. That said, under that, let's products, talk about products. Products are essential <laughs> they, to building yep, a business. Yep. This is where you transact with your customers. Your customers give you money in exchange for something of value, whether yep. your services or a product. Yep. Irregardless, this is where the money starts to yep. be made. This yep. is where customers' lives start to get changed, transformed. Word of mouth happens. Yep. Yep. You know, there's the the opportunity for more people to buy because people are consuming. And we like to think of this again. Uh, if you're at a, at a place where you can actually go to the web, go to sevenfactorsofscale.com, the number seven, and you can download a PDF. You know, and follow along with us. Yep. Um, and there's a model in there that looks a lot like a hotel. Yep. And we like to think of um, the way you th- the way you create products and understand your customer yeah, journey yeah. through the way hotels have yep, built their yep. business model. And this is something we used uh, as we scaled full focus, and it's a tool we taught through thousands of business yeah. owners. And I saw light bulbs go off, sure. thinking, "Oh my gosh, I don't 
I don't know what my product is in this floor, which we're going to talk about here in a second. So yep, for this share of wallet, yep. you know, what is the product they have for this uh, buyer mm-hmm. ability, yep. this buyer ability, this buyer ability, this buyer ability. So, yep. so talk to us about it. Yeah. So you, you think of a hotel lobby, uh, which that's the base. It's the foundation of a hotel. And what I would say is in your business, this is anything that is free. You know, yeah. I love thinking about a hotel because um, actually I flew into to Phoenix a few days ago and yep. met you yep. and I had work to do. Yep. So I found a hotel lobby to work from. I had, it had to be nice because I was going to be on calls with clients yeah, and yeah. Zooms. So I found the Phoenician in yeah. Scottsdale. Yep. And that night I was with a bunch of people and I was like, oh, we're, you know, we're, and I told, and everyone was like, oh, like that's a, that's a nice hotel. Yeah. You know, I did a little bit of research on yeah. Google and wanted something that was high end. Did you want something that reflected the way you felt, viewed the world, wanted to be seen? 100%. Okay. So, the, okay. So the buying the product had something to do with the first two scale factors. Yes, okay. absolutely. So I'd absolutely. like to throw that yeah. in there. And what I love about hotel lobbies, and this is a just, it's so visible, is that there is intentionality about everything because they have to check you in, they have to yep. register, you know, the food, all this. But like on a, on a warm New York day, you're walking, you're 12 miles in, yeah. you need a place to put your feet yeah. up. Uh, you can bum Wi-Fi, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, it, through your business, it's anything they can consume for free mm-hmm. is the way you should be thinking about your you know yep. your business through the lens of the hotel lobby. Yep. So your website, your social media, if you have a podcast, like for us right now, this podcast you're listening yep. to, would we would say this falls into our strategy around the hotel lobby. And it goes right back to everything we've said. When you said, I remember going into to New York City and being the intercontinental and the, the global buzz in that, that's how I wanted to feel. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about your lobby, pull, mm-hmm. and we want to show you guys this, you're going to pull every factor into every factor. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking about my lobby, this first thing. Okay, wait a minute. Find my buyer, align my brand, lobby. Yeah. That's right. So you need to be mm-hmm. pulling the lessons you're learning into your products. Yep. And and whether you like it or not, there's like, there's free everything, yeah. you know, in your business. Yep. And even if you, if it's all it is as a website, yep. that's your hotel lobby. Detroit. Where are they coming? Where are yep. they first experiencing you? The second piece, and you look, you know, thinking through the, the hotel is the mezzanine. Mm. You know, so the mezzanine is, there's no hotel rooms. You know, the products are typically conference rooms. Sure. Maybe one buyer's buying it for multiple people. In in businesses, this is where it can, depending on what your business is, if you're an online business and you really need to generate leads, this is yeah. this is what are you giving value for to generate leads? Okay. Um, in an so online is this business, still free. It, in some businesses, yes, and okay. in some businesses, this is where you start to maybe have a, an initial product. Okay. Um, and so when I say free, it's in exchange for an email address. So okay. just think through our strategy. You know, you know, I gave you seven factors of scale.com. That is a mezzanine activity. Yeah. We're wanting to get your email address. To build a relationship. To build a relationship. Yeah. And when you download that, you're going to get a five-part email series that tells you a little bit ab- about us kind of personally, our vision for you, how we want to help you, um, and, and not necessarily sell any products right out of the gate. It's to build trust. You know, you think in a dating relationship, you know, like what, what would you try to accomplish in the first 30 days? You know, how many dates are that six, seven days to, to help you identify, is this person right for me is how we want to develop a relationship with you. And you think about this next one. This is also, this is a lot of the marketing exchanges too. Like I think about, um, uh, I bought a car recently and there was a, a, a license plate cover mm-hmm. and a keychain. And that probably cost them a little bit of money, but 
I use it yep. and I walk it around and somebody's like, oh, cool, you have that or that. And so it's advertising. So it's, yep. there is an exchange. You're putting some skin in the game, but you're getting something out of totally. it. And if you have a business sometimes where it's a, you have a $49 consult, you yep. know, like if, you know, th- that would, I would say that's a mezzanine yep. activity. Yep. And why that's important is you kind of get to the hotel analogy, the next, and the, the biggest part of the hotel probably covers 80% of the real estate of the, yeah. of the hotel is the standard floor product. Yep. 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 And this would be the product that, um, probably 70 to 80% of your customers are going to buy is the brake pads. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. yep. And so, uh, this is going to be priced depending on your business. And again, I hesitate saying what that price point should be because yep. some of you, your standard floor product could be 20 grand or a yep. hundred grand and some, it could be $99. Sure. You sure. Know, it, when, when, we transformed at full focus, it became the full focus planner. And it was a $160 a year product, basically $40 a quarter, this 90 day physical planner. But it was, it was geared towards executives. They bought it. And we knew that over time in the next 90 days, we can ascend them to other products, coaching, um, courses, et cetera, et cetera. And I think you think about this, it's there, it, this is, the price is, is is totally relative to your business. Just to back, go back to the Amazon thing, yep. it was free for people to use Amazon, but they put a lot of money into marketing, but they were getting transactions, right? Mm-hmm. The next one was Prime. Yep. Prime seems so cheap for everything that you got, but that was... So my point is, they're... Their standard ones were really cheap, but they had massive scale. Totally. Right? So don't go, man, do I need all these? It's all relative to your business. So don't think that there's some holy grail. Yeah. It really is dependent and interdependent mm-hmm. on your brand and scale. Yeah, 100%. And the thing about the standard floor is it's like the one the one true thing is it's going to be the cheapest product you have. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just the reality. It's... and. Uh, and that doesn't mean that it needs to be cheap. Yep. It's just the cheapest product yep. you have. Exactly. There you, you know? go. That's a good way and to say so, it. And yep. so, uh, as you think through that, more than likely 80% of your, 70 to 80% of your customers are going to buy the standard yep. floor product. Yep. But this is where business owners, I think, get it wrong a lot of times, is they want to build four or five standard products uh, yeah. that compete with each other. Mm. And what, the, and then they've got different buyers because they're not clear on who their That's buyer good. was. Yep. And so all of a sudden, you know, like you're, you're expected a marketer or a salesperson to all of a sudden market yeah. five products that kind of compete with each other. Well, wow, it's good. And we, um, and there was a year in our time with Full Focus that that actually happened. Yeah. We started doing that and it was like, oh, that's a need for a customer. And um, it's I've a done diff- that yeah. in my businesses yeah. 100%. And even and hearing you say that, I'm like a little bit of a gut punch. I'm like, I remember exactly how and when I did that at CrowdUp, how and exactly I did that at Wisdom Capture, where it was mm-hmm. like, I've got another idea. Yep. That now my customer has to choose between mm-hmm. because it's they're too similar. Yep. Am I going to buy that pair of sh- shoes or that pair of high tops? Yep. You know, and and or whatever it is. I mean, it's like wait a minute, you're putting you're pitting your customer against each other versus providing something yep. new. Yep. And it's just illustrative, of you know, for that purpose. Yep. Uh, and I think as you kind of see the next two floors, this is where the aha mm-hmm. moments go off. And you start to think about the hotels. The next is. Premier level. Yep. You know, and so it's not near as many floors. You know, typically if you're a VIP member, sure. when you check in, that's the hotel, that's yep. the, the lobby or the floors yep. you're going to get your yep. room. Yep. You get additional perks. You know, the, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. And, you know, it, it really is a premier product. Yeah. And for some, you know, when you think it's it's a like a, an additional warranty, if you're a manufacturing yep. Yep. company, it's a, you know, or it's 
services added. Well, you, you know, know in, in, like in the tech world, I mean, we would have uh, white labeled products yep. and then we'd have custom where you, it's the same product. Mm-hmm. It was just, you're going to get it white labeled and you can put your logo on it or we'll build this just for you, submit it to the app store totally. and it's an extra 50 yep. grand. Yep. And so we would literally make a 50, the, the product was the exact same, yep. but it was more of a premier experience because it was fully branded to you yep. in your own app store. And what's, what's really powerful about this is that your brain power can go to creating products to serve your current customers, mm-hmm. not creating products that generate new customers. Yeah, that's good. New customers are typically the most expensive to get. Yep. Um, but if you get a customer that loves your standard floor product and you could create a premier product, premier floor product, all of a sudden you're getting a greater share of wallet. There's no marketing expense at exactly. that point. Um, you know, if you're building an email list or you're building a pipeline, depending on How what your business is. How much cheaper is it? For a customer to to get customers to buy new products you already have, than to go find the new customer, totally. right? Yep. The, the, yep. And I would say for some businesses, you're going to have multiple hotel experiences in your company. Sure. But you got to be really clear that that lobby, the mezzanine, and the standard floor is geared towards that buyer because yep. you may have multiple buyers depending on what that sure. what that looks sure. like. But you have to get really clear on that and 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 not start to just create competing products. It's great and. Uh, before I kind of share the last one, uh, we, we call this a scale factor equation yeah. is that, uh, we've seen this time and time again, and this is a, a question around how do we do pricing? Mm. You know, what's our unique value proposition, et cetera, et cetera, is that 10% of your current customers will pay 10 times more than they just paid. It's amazing. And so, you know, in my background in book publishing, the way I would, you know, is if someone said, Hey, I've got hundred, I've sold a hundred thousand books. So on average, $20 a book. So that means there's 10,000 people that will pay them $200. Yep. And there's a thousand people that will pay them $2,000. Is that right? Yeah. And then you have a hundred, they would pay them $20,000. Because they've, they've so, uh, they like you. Yep. They trust you. They want to buy from you. Yep. And you, and, and there's, there's a certain amount of your customers that have a buying power that you've not yet tapped into. 100%. There's a buying power that you've not yet tapped into. And that's the whole part of building your, your product strategies mm-hmm. is that you go, wait a minute. Uh, you know, if you're in the tech world and you're selling lightweight tech, there's an ability to, to sell a bigger product. It doesn't have to be tech, by the way. Yeah. It can be consulting. It can be coaching. It can be totally. uh, a deeper tech product. Yeah. And I would only use that equation to help you think through the pricing and the, the, the differentiation between the levels of your product. Yeah. Yep. So your state, let's say your standard floor product is a hundred grand. Yeah. And for some of you, that may be the case. Sure. That means you're, uh, premier floor that, that doesn't have to be 10 X, but even if it's five X, you, that, that kind of tells you how many people you could expect to buy if you're really clear about the, you know, the buyer, the aligning your brand, the unique value yep. proposition, and how that product will transform. So them. I got a fun story to tell you guys that are listening. So I built this company called Wisdom Capture, and it's kind of a, a high-end film company. And I got invited to sit with um, uh, Mr. Edelman, who is, you've heard Edelman, the research, it's mm-hmm. one of the top research global firms yep. in the world. And he heard I was working with Unilever, and I got, I got a meeting with him. And he said, why don't you come to, to New York? I took the, up to the penthouse. I sat down with him and he goes, true story. I'm nervous. I'm sweating. And I go on. I said, Mr. Edelman, I'm thinking this is a generational. I didn't know you got nervous, man. Oh, I was nervous, bro. <laughs> I was way out of my league. And I'm going to tell you why. You're going to find out why. Yeah. I sit down with him and he goes, how much is your product you sold to Unilever? 
And I said, well, it's between one hundred and fifty dollars and $250,000. And he said, this meeting's over. Tim will walk you out of here. Chad, the entire meeting that was that long, I didn't have a product that he, if it wasn't at least a million-dollar product, yep. he wasn't interested. Yep. And my point is, I, from, I remember taking the elevator back down and going, I don't have a big enough vision. Mm-hmm. I don't have a big enough plan. Yep. And so put that into whatever context that you're in. Mm-hmm. He was looking at me going, my customers buy from me. My floor is a half a million dollars. Yep. I'm looking for multi-million dollar deals. Yep. And so you may be like me with your company. You may need a bigger vision. Mm-hmm. You may you need you mean to see it a little bit bigger like you know and that's what this part's about about looking at your products and going I've got a vision for boom boom boom. I don't yet have a vision for up here. Yep. That's why we talk about products and having a vision yep. and a strategy for yep. it. Yeah, and it's 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 upselling, it's figuring out a funnel, communicating, hey, now that you have this, and you may you may not know what those products are right now, that's totally fine. That's mm-hmm. why the whole purpose of this exercise and understanding it and kind of figuring out the methodology. But you can talk to your customers. Yep. You know, like and if you're not close enough to be able to talk to your customers about how you can serve them better, um, that's a whole different thing. You've got a you got a much different like problem in but your that, business. But that's again, that's where we sit down and do a lot of consulting and coaching, mm-hmm. where we sit down and help you um, ask the exploratory questions. But your customers are spending more money with someone mm-hmm. on something that you could deliver. Yep. Put that on a bumper sticker. Totally. I mean, it's just true. Yeah. I mean, I just sat down with a guy who's um, serving creators in the corporate space. Mm. You know, designers that are kind of junior designers. Yep. And all he he's built a almost a what is it three million dollar business on a, a three thousand dollar product. Yeah. But he's now trying to figure out how does this thing go beyond me and build a company. And so we were we spent almost a full day helping them think through what are the products. And he still wanted a lifestyle business. Yeah. He didn't want to hire 10 sure. people to sure. do it. And that's possible. Absolutely. You know? And so Absolutely. it was super, super fun. And just to see the light bulbs go off when you kind of just start to think, oh, what is my mezzanine strategy? Yeah. What's my standard floor strategy? What's the premiere? And then and then the penthouse. What's the penthouse? Yep. You know, penthouse is typically there's not many rooms. Sometimes mm. there's maybe two or three in a hotel. Yep. It's high, high end. It's very exclusive, you know, more access. Yep. Um and, you know, greater transformation that happens in the, you know, like... The, um, the, I want to just call something out you said to more access, because I want, I want our listeners to think about that of how can you create more ac- access to your brand? How mm-hmm. can you create more access to your brand? And that's something you might not be thinking about. You might be thinking about products you're pushing out, mm-hmm. but you, not, you might not be thinking about access to your brand. Yep. Um, I recently did the uh, Amazon or the um, American Express Platinum. Mm-hmm. And when you when you do this, this is a little little uh, travel tip for anybody. If you, get, <laughs> if you get the Platinum, you automatically get upgraded and access to everything in the hotel. So I was in Nashville mm-hmm. and I was staying at the Grand Hyatt. And yep. they, they gave me the, the Broadway suite yep. for no extra money, by the way. So yep. here's a plug for American Express Platinum. Yep. But what they said was, hey, tomorrow when you wake up, um, we have our grand room. And in our grand room, there's there's breakfast, it's free breakfast, lunch, booze, whatever you want. Yep. You have greater access yep. to our brand. Yep. It's an analogy I want to show you. They're doing that. Mm-hmm. They're saying if you upgrade, you're going to get more access to our brand. So think about that in your what how, what is more access we can provide them to our brand. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, the penthouse, and again, this is not something I would say, hey, you need to you need to start doing tomorrow. Yep. But I would first say is like the 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 trick to scaling a company is getting really clear on your standard floor product. Mm-hmm. It's good. And, but you got to have the uh, 
premiere and the penthouse like thought through to make sure that they're they're actually taking the customer on a journey that you're taking your customer on a journey and you may not have and for some of you you actually may have a premier floor offer yeah. and you don't yet have a standard floor yeah. and if your company's doing really well like maybe don't maybe don't have one right now sure. it's not something you have to have right away if that that is a it's selling well it's yep. profitable yep. maybe you think through okay maybe the, there's the penthouse you go up you don't have yep. to go yep. go backwards um, there's so many different of those examples that like, until you kind of get into the nitty gritty of the business, yeah. I just want you guys to have freedom Framework. to know yeah. how to leverage this and, and you can use it uh, however you'd like. But I think, you know, understanding kind of that, the, the equation of sure. 10 times or 10% will pay 10x what they're currently paying. And to think through the way the hotel, you know, lobby, mezzanine, standard, premier, penthouse, and that common nomenclature, just the ah ah yeah, like, man, right. I... I don't have. I haven't yeah. thought through that. Yeah. Well, and I think what you're what you're giving us is a is a product vision roadmap, mm-hmm. and most of us don't have that. Yeah, uh, we have a product, mm-hmm. and we have a vision for all these people buying it and us being rich. Yeah, but we really <laughs> we really don't have a product vision roadmap. Yeah, and I, I believe in wholeheartedly that's what you're giving us is that mm-hmm. each and every one of us can look at it and go, okay. Here's my product vision roadmap. Yep. Let me start to fill it out and work yep. it out. Yeah, and through the lens of how can we serve our customer better? Yep. You know, yep. so if you've got customers that would love to help you out, and my guess is if you sat down and thought through five or six of them, call them, they'll be blown away that sure. you're the owner of calling them. Yep. And it's like, hey, we're exploring as a as a team how to go deeper with some of our be- our best yep. customers and yep. you're one of them. Yep. Talk to me about your pain points. Talk to me about your challenges. What do you, you know, like and then you can start to cross cross you know, what you do best and what you're passionate about to see if that, if that yeah. makes sense. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think there's much more to say other hey, than download the PDF, <laughs> uh, start, we're, come check out some of our, our mezzanines and our, and our freemiums and come experience us. We want to help you scale and succeed. You need a product, uh, vision roadmap. And again, as we always say, if there's any way we can help you, if you need somebody to kind of parachute in and pull back the layers and help think creatively and strategically, uh, we always, uh, look for those opportunities to invest in great brands. Awesome. Well, a little preview about next week is that we're going to be jumping into the T of the seven factors. So we've covered FAC up to this point of factors. We love acronyms yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Easy to remember. Find your buyer, align your brand, create the products. Next week uh, in this series, we're going to teach you about tell the story. This is so important because as you've now created products, you've now created these, these new value to now leverage. Leverage everything leverage everything. And we're going to talk to you next week about how to leverage your your business, your brand, and your products. Awesome. Until then, you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Scale Factor Podcast. We'll see you next time.